No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Before we get to this morning's edition of Talk Back with Chuck Wilder, I wanted to talk a little bit about the decision that, or indecision, I guess, of President Biden in wanting to ban TikTok from the United States. This all culminates around the subject of fifth-generation warfare. It's ironic that it's 5G that's coming out with great communications for everybody. I know there's been some questions about it, but fifth-generation warfare, or 5-gen, or fifth-gen, is not 5G, so let's clear that up right now. Fifth-generation warfare has to do with winning a war or securing a battlefield without firing a shot. China's attempting to do this by co-opting the narrative and gaslighting on a massive and intense scale. When you can not only glean data from people's everyday usage to see what's important to them and what's not important to them, what they buy, what they don't buy, you can start to craft narratives that relate to people individually. Because of the Analyst Institute, which was created for the second Obama campaign in coordination with the AFL-CIO, we know that you can launch a PSYOPs campaign to touch every individual in the country, individually. So when you're able to insert yourself into the everyday narratives of people, you can very slowly and incrementally mold them to your way of thinking. This is fifth-generation warfare. This is using social media and big tech to move the narrative towards a vantage point. That's what China's doing with things like TikTok. So if you're an adult and you have TikTok on any apparatus that you own, get rid of it. Don't be stupid. If your child has it, make them get rid of it. Just because people cultivate an addiction to the use of something doesn't mean it can't be bad for you. In this case, we are the recipients of an aggressive attack by the communist Chinese in the information sphere that is attempting to shape how we think about things. Very 1984, very dangerous stuff. So we all need to get up to speed on what fifth-generation warfare is, because by all intents and purposes, China's already at war with us. Right now, this morning's segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder. Mr. Sabato, how are you? Mr. Wilder. Oh, the pleasantries that we have here. Yes, sir. Uh, we got wow, we got to set up we got to set a bar for everybody else, Chuck. I got a crick in um, in my neck a little bit. I got the like one, two, three, four windows, separate windows here in my studio. You know that look out, and you can see the sky. And I keep looking for the for the big round white ball. I can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> they don't fly over I, my area because I don't have any missiles located in in my uh, garage or whatever. 
Well, I think you got you've got two more years to wait. You may be able to see one. I don't think uh, I don't think anything was deterred um, yeah. by the Biden administration with the with the shooting down of the balloon after it was finished transversing the length of the United States. You know what's so. interesting, uh, Frank, is that uh, they say, "Well, the wind the wind blew it off course," and then <laughs> it's straight from China to the United States. Okay, the wind blowing it. When it gets to the United States, it goes. Uh, uh, west, then it goes south, and then it goes east, and then it goes north, and it just happens to pass over every one of our, you know, some splendid military bases that we have. <laughs> if I saw the map, I'm sure you did too. The map of the of the the mm-hmm. route it took. Uh, very interesting how the wind keeps blowing towards those spaces and then turns around, goes another way, and man, it's smart a, wind. Yeah, it, any first semester high school earth science student could have told you that it was just following the predictable uh, atmospheric wind trails. Mm. It, it, it wasn't how, how it got off course, unless it was supposed to go over the North Pole. I don't know how it was off course, given, given the trajectory that it was going to be on coming off of the Aleutian Islands. Yeah. You know, it's, we have to just understand that the Chinese never tell the truth. Yeah, they they're on a war foot. They're on a war footing with us. They've said so. They've told their own military apparatus that they must be on military footing because they're at war. This is a quote from from their leaders. So they're already in a fifth generation warfare with us, and they're just pushing to see how far they can go, how far they can go. And when we call them on it, whether it's COVID. Or whether it's spy balloons, which, by the way, are the the cheapest and the preferred method to deploy an EMP. By the way, they just say, "No, no, no, that wasn't. We didn't do it." You know, remember Wuhan? We didn't do it. But all of a sudden, it's well, yeah, I guess we did. And well, were, were you? Is this a weapon that your military is is involved with? Well, no, no, no. This is just research that we worked with you people on. Doctor Fauci gave us money. Well, yeah, it is kind of an it is a it is an offensive type of thing that was created uh, specifically to infect human beings. And now the weather balloon. It, it's a weather balloon, really. Really, why'd you get so upset when we shot down your weather balloon then? And what gives you the right to be upset about it? Yeah, and in your part, your report, you say the communist Chinese government was extremely upset by the act. Yes. Yeah, boo-hoo. Yeah. Boo-hoo. What if, what if we were to reprogram some spy satellites and let them hover over Beijing and their most sensitive military installation? Would, would they be upset about that? Of course they would be, and they would probably try to shoot it down. They would try to shoot you know, them down. If I was president of the United States, and we shot it down, and they're complaining, you know, about their weather balloon, I would send them a five-year free subscription to the Weather Channel. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've already got this for you. You're using our chips and your spy technology anyway. You know, so looking, let's let's uh, save your military some costs. Let's just get you a get you weather a subscription to Weatherbug. Now I don't know which is which one's true because I I was uh, I googled uh, uh, the images for the map of the China route, and mm. it shows it just going you know zip straight straight across the United States there you know kind of like a dip below the lakes but you know but then I saw another one uh, somewhere 
where it was going down and then turning right and then going left and then down again, and it, but it was passing over all these military sites. So I don't, you know. Well, the, sure. the one that's the one that has a consensus for being more accurate is the one that went in a in a curved straight trajectory from Idaho, where you know it came down from the Aleutian Islands in Alaska, crossed into Canada, uh, entered again in Idaho, went over Montana, where we've got the nuclear missile silos. And through the through the Dakotas and then the Southern Illinois, which has got um, some more sensitive Air Force bases, and then uh, into the East Coast by North Carolina and South Carolina, where we've got more sensitive military installations, including Little Neck in Virginia, which is which is a major special operations center for the Navy. If anybody's buying that this is a weather balloon, they really you should get some help breathing because it's yeah. got to be got to be laborious for them. Have you ever taken a regular balloon, uh, Frank, and uh, you know, and you can rub it on your hair and it'll stick to the wall? Did you ever do that when you were a youngster two years ago? In the in <laughs> in the days in the days when I had hair, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's what we should have done. Just bring it on down. Well, Just the big old wad of hair. There are some questions that need to be asked and answered, and I don't think that we should be quiet about this until they are. Why wasn't this balloon and all the previous balloons, now that we're finding out this has happened before, during the Biden administration, uh, why weren't they immediately eliminated when they entered U.S. airspace without permission? When an aircraft enters, we, we see this all the time with the Russians. Yeah. The Russians will run their bomber towards the Aleutian chain, and we scramble fighters and say, you're not supposed to be here. Get out. Well, we detected this high-level, 60,000 feet, this high-level spy balloon. Why wasn't it eliminated when it crossed into U.S. airspace? And why don't we have the technology to capture these things yes. in a functioning manner so that we can glean everything that's in it to find out what they're knowing? You have you've seen the airplanes that refuel the other airplanes, you know? Absolutely. Right? All you got to do is put a hook instead of, you know, the tube for the gasoline or whatever the petroleum is coming out of there, just a hook. Put it on there and then come up and grab hold of the balloon and if it burst from the hook that's okay. You still got hold of it, and then yep. land and make sure there's not a plane taking off where you're landing. That also happened over the weekend, I think. <laughs> yeah. The the fact that the military the announcement, the the press conference that announced the shooting down of the blue mm-hmm. balloon, included the statement that they had already learned a lot of information from tracking this. And they intend to learn a lot more information from uh, the recovery of the debris in the ocean, which went down over shallow water. So the Navy is going to be able to easily pick that up. You know, what does the government need to know more about weather? No, it's obvious that it was an intelligence balloon. The Chinese have been insulting us and encroaching on our sovereignty ever since they met the very first time with the Biden administration in Alaska. When they told them point blank at the meeting the first day, you no longer negotiate from a position of power. We should have stood up and left. And then we should have had a 100% embargo against all Chinese products. We already were hurting from, from the supply chain. We might as well have gone through the hurt for, for a good reason to get jobs back over here in the United States and towards friendly countries if we wanted to import. 
China's not a friendly country. They've said so. They want their hybrid communist capitalist economic model to rule the world, replacing the U.S. dollar as the reserve currency. And the World Economic Forum is all behind them doing this because it allows them to control the worth of things. So we have to stop pretending that the, China, the communist Chinese government is something we can negotiate with. They are on a war footing with us, and it's time we started responding. But do you think that's going to happen with the Biden administration in? Well, at least uh, this morning they had a thing where it's only 7%, I think, now. Democrats have won him reelected, so uh, no, there's a no, we there's, don't get the vice president. You know the same the same the same poll doesn't want a rematch between either of either of the people who ran last time, and I think yeah. that's a very good idea. Time to turn the page, time to pass yeah. the torch to a younger, more potent, more more focused generation that understands the threats that face that this country faces, and China's number one. Remember during the debates when when Trump said China was the number one the number one threat to the United States and Biden laughed. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Either he knew something then about the the collusion that this administration has with the Chinese government, or he or he was telegraphing that he's really not that bright. Maybe both. Or he laughed because he said, nah, "I'm I'm never going to lose that paycheck coming from China." Well, you know, there. I I hear that if you if you actually sell out your country to China, they have a pretty good benefits package. Really? <laughs> Can you tell me any of the things that are in this benefit package? Well, they take care of your son. You know, they make sure yeah. that he's a uh, he's got enough crack and, and maybe a new laptop if he loses his. They give you updated you know. weather reports. Yeah. <laughs> they give you updated weather reports. Yeah. You know, and that's free. Yeah. They might be upset if you if you jack with their with their technology about it, but you just have to trust them. Well, like in your report too, you say you know that all of these events that are taking place in the radical left in the United States, colluding with the communist Chinese government. Uh, I think it was uh, where did I see this? Uh, basically, it's just a, a fact that everybody's falling for it. You know that the, those, especially those on the left. Oh yes, and this is, and this is this is where the fifth generation warfare is coming in. This this battlefield is the battlefield of information. Uh, I, I quote a lot from Dr. Robert Ballone, but the guy has a lot to say, and he is deeply into explaining this fifth generation warfare now, and that's where COVID came from. We, we've we've learned that nothing that they said about COVID was true, but the the psyops information that came from how they pushed this on to not only the people of the United States, but the people of the world, and and made everybody, at least 70% of the people of the world, knee-jerk towards panic and saying Mm -hmm. government must be followed. And probably more censorship on the word COVID than ever in the history of the United States, as far as I know. Absolutely. Even, you know, World War II, when they didn't want you talking about what you thought you saw, you know, or whatever. And, And and it's still happening on the on the oh, major yeah. platforms. The only one that's not doing it is Twitter now, and that's because a billionaire had to buy it to yeah. expunge the censors. And I don't think we have enough billionaires to, to well, buy all of the social media and news media networks out there to get them to stop. Let me just uh, put out this little teaser for you there, listener. Is it possible that there's foreign matter showing up in your blood after the 
COVID jabs. That is the next thing we're going to discuss with Frank Savato, unless all of a sudden in the next four minutes a big white balloon starts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would go back to the balloon because, uh, I don't know, boy, COVID balloon. Maybe we need a giant needle. <laughs> yes, that'll, that, that would even work, you know. We're going to be right back. Frank Savato. It's undergroundusa.com. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it. Unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Fighting COVID. Here we go. It's not going to go away, but at least, you know, things that we talked about for a long time ago are all of a sudden popping up and people going, wow, did I ever hear any sort of even some kind of mention of that? But here's one that uh, that I really, it surprised me, the fact that uh, in your report you talk about recently unusual blood clots as well as metal-like foreign objects have been found in the vessels of COVID jab recipients. Wow, little metal pieces breaking off. Uh, and what would cause that, Mr. Savato? Well, they're, they're taking these blood samples and juxtaposing it to the two mRNA vaccines produced by Pfizer and Moderna, and they're finding the same materials, metal materials in those vaccines. Now, the clots, you know, we're starting to hear more and more and more about the clots, um, about the, the side effects, the myocarditis, and the, how young people who are relatively healthy beforehand right. are dropping right. dead, you know, having major cardiac complications. Uh, and then we're hearing stories from, uh, of all places, um, funeral homes and morticians who are saying that they are seeing in people who have been vaccinated, and they've, they've got documentation that the, the deceased has been vaccinated, that they are finding incredibly unique and, and incredibly large blood clots in these people. And, and if you're not asking for an autopsy, they're not, you know, you're not seeing it, but when you get to, to the funeral home and they embalm you, they're finding these things, and they've been screaming for at least a year now, saying something's not right. This is only happening in people with records that say they've been vaccinated. What's going on? Yeah. And and now we're start. It's starting to come out now that people are being a little bit more receptive to digging into these big pharma companies and the vaccines they've produced. When when the person who has the most knowledge 
of the MNRA vaccine technology, which is Dr. Robert Malone. He was there at the genesis. When he has made it his life's work to say it shouldn't be being used for this and don't take the vaccines, why don't we listen? Yeah. You know, and it's not, listeners, it's not that people are afraid of shots, okay, because you've been doing it all your life, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like the polio vaccine, all right, that worked, right? But when things don't work, you have a right as an American, as a human being, you know, whether you're an American or not, anywhere in the country or the world, you know, you have a right to know when something's going wrong. You know, the thing that got me, Frank, uh, first, it, whenever it was just like, boy, there's something going on. It was when that guy was hit by a motorcycle and he got killed. Uh, or he was riding a motorcycle and he died, yeah, and listed as COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, he I think he hit a steel pole somewhere or whatever. And I'm going, what in the world? And, you know, just recently they've come out and admitted, oh, yeah, well, you know, every time it was a COVID death, we got paid more money. So why Absolutely. not? You know? I, I, believe the, I believe the average was the hospital was profiting by the amount of $48,000 additional for anybody who was diagnosed with COVID. And that was coming directly from the federal government and insurance companies that were being subsidized by the federal government. And I'd heard only so, four, it was $400 for each person. But you're saying forty-eight thousand? No, it's, put another zero. Put, put put another zero behind that. Yeah. Yeah. I think my you know, zero so this was sucked out of my blood. There. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Or at least you had a maybe you had a vaccine that took one of the zeros out. Who knows? Yeah. There you go. You know. But the more that we learn about this, and and you know, I I'm not shy about saying, go over to Substack and sign up for Malone's newsletter. You will be shocked and you will be angry. This is this has been nothing but a giant redistribution of wealth combined with a psyops campaign to discern how easily manipulated the people of the world and the and, and American citizens can be if there's a full on, on gaslighting of the people by the media mainstream media complex. And you know and who wants it to was be a in success. charge, yeah. Who wants to be in charge as we take this uh, bottom of the hour break? Is the WHO. They think they should rule the entire world and decide what everything needs to be done when it comes to uh, contagious diseases. Boy, uh, you got to watch them every minute. Frank Savadio will be back with the rest of the story here in just a moment. And remember, it's undergroundusa.com, Substack. All right, also is where you can get all that great information from the doctor. We'll be right back. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This portion of Underground USA is brought to you in part by Judson Carroll, herbalist and author. 
If you would like to learn about herbal medicine or cooking or gardening, homesteading, all the self-reliance skills, go to my website, judsoncarroll.com, and sign up for my free Substack newsletter. So, of course, people say, why is the government so incredibly defiant about placing a stop order on these vaccines, given all the evidence of their side effects and how fatal so many of them are. And you have a reason for that, don't you? Yeah, and it, it only takes just a little bit of, uh, of digging into the history of big pharma to understand that it's a money game. It really doesn't have anything to do with health or health care or patient services or, or even good medicine. When you go into the history of the genesis of Big Pharma, you realize that it was all launched from out of the Rockefeller Petroleum Empire. Right. Uh, it was after he accrued all of that money, uh-huh. he realized that he could use petroleum products and the science that that he that he was developing through the use of petroleum products to synthesize medicine to be used mainstream. And in order for that to happen, he had to displace the the holistic and the herbal medicine treatments that was medicine before he did this. That's what medicine was. Going The whole history of, of the medical profession starts with herbs and all natural things. And people were... were understanding tinctures and the medicinal purposes of different plants and in the beginning when you went to hospitals you went to doctors they would they would give you tinctures and and different types of of herbal remedies that were that worked and were good for you because they were all natural well along comes mr rockefeller with all his money and all of his power and influence in washington and he unleashed a a an army of lobbyists to box out the traditional herbal and holistic practitioners in deference to pharmaceutical companies and the synthetic drugs that we use today. And he never let up. And as these countries uh... grew and grew and grew, people, you know, they used PR tactics and everything else to say, this is a better way. All you have to do is take a pill. Don't worry about it. We're, you know, this is science. We're moving forward. We're the future. And they they uh, worked for generations and centuries because the Rockefellers did this. So were, were they already tinkering around with synthetic drugs and stuff like that before Rockefeller came? I mean, was it like they were right on the edge of it or something like that? And are, are, it's sort of from the, strange how you go from petroleum, you know, to medicine. You know what I'm saying? No, I, see, I, I see that as an easy jump because if you have somebody saying, I've, I've got the corner on this product, and that's what the Rockefellers had when, the, when, when he was the chief oil baron in, in the world, really. Because remember where you know remember where the the auto industry exploded and everything and, and everything that was derived from that and needed petroleum to run and then came heating oil which displaced the whale oil and, and everything else. Um, when you've got people in your lab saying and we can do this and we can do that and we can even do this, yeah, there's there's a leap 
in order for that to be profitable and to take the fear out of what do you what do you mean this was this technology this this medical innovation came out of dirty oil you're you're trying to tell me that that this this pill is better for me than these natural plants growing in my backyard yeah. the pr campaign was it had to be full on and it had to be the gaslighting had to be devastating but that's where this all started so when you know you go back why doesn't government want you know, want to stop this why are they always in the corner of big pharma because big pharma owns them they have ever since mr rockefeller walked in with his lobbyists and made sure all his guys got elected this is the problem and you know this is an offshoot subject from this but it, it's important this is why lobbying has to be looked at in washington this is the K Street. Should, you know, you, you want to yeah. investigate something? Investigate how the lobbyists own everybody in Congress. Now, that's not a popular thing to talk about in Washington. Oh, yeah. During the election year, they'll talk about it, saying we have to reform this. Big money in government is always bad, and I'm going to change everything when I get there. Mm-hmm. Never happens. Why? Because the second they get in there, they're sat down by the by the leadership, saying you can't do that because of this, 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 and this. They own our wallets. So Big Pharma, they own they own Washington. That's why this isn't stopping. If, if you had people in Congress, and there are some, there's just not enough. Yeah. If you had people in Congress, people elect the office in the executive branch that actually cared about the people, this would have stopped before it started. The second somebody said, whoa, there are side effects where healthy young people are dropping dead. I mean, you think about it. How fast does the FDA or the CDC slap a warning label and, and pull things off the shelves because of allergies? Oh, there's, 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 there's a nut oil in there that some people could be allergic to. That's got to come off the shelf until you can get warning labels on there. That's, you can't sell that anymore. But this didn't go through the typical FDA trials. We're seeing yeah. side effects from it, yeah, both is, in uh, living yeah. and deceased people, and they won't stop it. And that is amazing about the fact they didn't have to go through the regular loops to get this stuff on the market, you know. <clears throat> and and part of the loop was nobody can get sued for it. Remember that? Part Probably of that. That's one the of the big, first big times it's big, ever happened. Big Pharma got indemnity from Congress to move yep. forward at warp speed. This was Operation Warp yeah. Speed. Remember, when this came out, everybody was panicked because no one really understood it. So people were acting ingenuously under this emergency usage authorization. But But since all of the side effects have come out, and since the knowledge that the vaccines don't do what they were shopped to do has become has become public knowledge, they won't even stop the emergency usage authorization. That doesn't end until May. Why? Money, money, you know, money. Money, money, money. That's yeah. exactly it, Chuck. It's Big Pharma owns Washington. And as people are waking up and are refusing to get jabbed anymore, well, there's not so much money to be made, so maybe things can start tapering off now. It's, it's one of the biggest crimes against humanity that has ever been perpetrated on the people, not only of the United States, but the people of the world. Yeah, and then you have just recently, what was it, a week ago, the Veritas operation? Yeah, Project 
Project Veritas, where where yeah. you have a the the person in charge of development of the mRNA vaccine technology at Pfizer admitting that they're trying to mutate the strain so they can create more vaccines to combat future strains that they're creating. If, if you know, and it's not actionable because we gave them indemnity, how, how everyone is not just foaming at the mouth mad about this, yeah. I don't know. I don't think uh, the average American, they more of them now know, you know, the process you used to have to go through before you mm-hmm. can put some new medicine on, you know. But uh, now it's like like we say, you know, they, they bypass that because it was such an emergency, such an emergency worldwide, you know, and uh, <clears throat> and it was you'll, worldwide. But uh, you'll, you'll notice, Chuck, that whenever nefarious and opportunistic politicians want to move something forward that's unpopular, they find a crisis. Or they manufacture a crisis. Remember what Rahm Emanuel let slip out of the bag when yeah. he was Obama's chief of staff? Never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, that's that's the game plan in Washington. If something isn't sitting well with the American people, and it doesn't poll right, because they're creatures of polling, it doesn't poll right, create a crisis where we need this. Mm-hmm. Or wag the dog and let's start a war over here so we can pass this while you're paying attention to that over there. Our federal government doesn't serve us anymore. It just keeps pickpocketing us with taxes more and more and more and more, regulates us to spend more and more and more and more to have just basic needs like housing and medicine and education and everything else. And, and they just move ahead with their agenda. The people be damned. That's why yeah. states. States governors have to start getting involved with this, clawing back that power and banding together to say, no, federal government, we're not doing this anymore. We're getting back to the way the framers wanted our country to be, which is 50 separate states with 50 separate constitutions and 50 separate purview. And the federal government just fills in the cracks. We don't have a centralized government in the United States. That's why we're named what we are, the United States. Yeah. You know, and and you think about this, all the stuff they hide from you. Uh, And I saw, I wish I had the exact amount. You probably know, Frank. But Fossey, okay, is out doing all these speaking engagements. And I think it was $1,200 a speech. Maybe even more than that. Maybe it's $2,100. And I got my numbers backward. And I'm thinking, after all the... The wrong you things might wa- he said. Yeah, go ahead. You might want to put you might want to put another zero on that, Chuck. Oh, really? Surely, the last time you might I want- added a zero onto something. Well, that's another story. But go ahead. You know, yeah, it's <laughs> this. This guy is the cash cow, and he's made. Ask yourself this: Why does the CDC own the patent, not on the COVID vaccine technology? But on the COVID virus itself, these are things that the mainstream media is delinquent in reporting because they have become a cog in the machine of the swamp. They don't speak truth to power anymore. They're the propaganda arm for our federal government, which doesn't care about you. If you think they care about you, why didn't they shoot down a Chinese spy balloon before it came over your house? 
it's it it really is we we really need to wake up here in the United States. We keep following the propaganda of the mainstream media complex, and as they as they tout the glory of our federal government, not everything needs a government solution. The federal government shouldn't be as big as it is. Whole departments should be expunged from the federal government's purview. And actually, all of the tax money that goes to the federal government should have to go through the state capitals, period. Because that gives the that gives the governors, the state legislatures, the right to keep the money that that they can use for their people in their state, while they remit the federal dollars to the federal government for the things that are enumerated in the Constitution, and that's it. You know, in a moment ago, Frank talked about uh, Rahm Emanuel: never let a crisis go to waste. And uh, there's another subject. That you know, it's like. Uh, remember when they were going to have all the uh, IRS agents? Uh, hopefully, that's going to be taken away. You know, through uh, the House of Representatives. A, a, a but, quick, a quick aside to that: it's not going to be taken away from the House unless they attach it to something the Democrats really, really want, because it's already passed into law. Yeah, but I know they they say we're going to try to get rid of that, but but then you have this new report. <laughs> NASA wooing thousands of laid-off big-tech workers to get into their spy agency hiring spree. Remember? Yeah, it, not, they, not, they, they, yeah they need more people on the FBI, okay? Definitely. Yeah, Go ahead. Not, not NASA, the National Security Agency. Oh, I'm this sorry. Is the, yes, yes. This, this is the big eye in the sky that, that listens to everything. This is an intelligence. This is an intelligence sector that's probably the yeah. most potent intelligence sector in our in our apparatus. They listen to things. These are the people that that benefit from FISA warrants. They listen into your phone calls. They glean your data. They 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 can get you know when, when we found out that Samsung televisions with the built-in cameras were activating <laughs> and looking into looking into your living rooms without your permission. They were gleaning all of this data. And now with this mass exodus from big tech because they're not making stupid money the way they were last decade, the NSA is gobbling all these people up. Now, why would they be doing that if they didn't want to know more intimately how to hack into social media? Boy, boy, oh boy. Yeah, the federal government is not your friend. It really isn't. I'm trying to honestly think of the last thing, last piece of legislation that was passed that actually served the American people in total. They keep passing legislation that that puts pits one demographic against another mm-hmm. and carving out tax breaks for people that give them money to get elected. And then when Congress does write legislation, it's so vague that the executive branch breaks that line of separation of powers, and they're regulating with the force of law. And they don't have to get anything passed. They just decide it, put it out there for a comment period, and do it. We have no representation anymore. Not real representation. So how is the federal government serving us? Make sure you've got a lot of words and anything you're trying to get passed so that people don't have time to really... Oh, the, you know, the more pages, the better. Voting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The more pages, the better. The, yeah. the people who you've elected to go to Washington to represent you, if you can create legislation that's so confusing, they and their staffs can't understand it, and they just have to vote on it because someone wants to twist an arm or, or give a free trip, that's, that's the way Washington's working today, except for a very scant few. Except for a very scant few. The federal government is corrupted, in my opinion, beyond fixing. All right, we're going to fix the rest of it when we return. With Frank Savato, host of the Underground USA podcast, it's undergroundusa.com. We'll be right back. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is often laced into illicit drugs and used to make fake versions of prescription pills. You can't see it, taste it, or smell it. Suppliers mix fentanyl into their products because it's potent and cheap, and the dealer might not even know. Keep yourself and others safe by knowing the real deal on fentanyl. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. have two here that I'm going to let you pick which one you want to get into, uh, Frank. Uh, jig, not, <clears throat> not planning on going anywhere. And then there's a serious story, 368 arrested in Southern California's task force human trafficking sweep. Oh, that couldn't be happening. No way. No. Which one would we you can, like to get into? We can hit both of them. But okay. gig isn't, isn't <laughs> qualified for anything, so he shouldn't be speaking and the media shouldn't cover him. That's the All end right. of that. All right. Um, but kudos. I mean, we have in the United States, especially with the border, as open as it is under under Mr. Biden and his administration, we have seen an uptick in human trafficking that is that is stunningly sickening. And and kudos to the task force in Southern California for for making this bust. You know, three hundred sixty eight people. Trafficking humans, um, mostly women, into the sex trades. You know, um, the 133 victims. You know, th- this is unbelievable. We can't have this. We can't. It was a problem before with human trafficking when the border was tight. Now it's exploded because we don't have anything on the border now, and we're welcoming everybody in. The the human trafficking, you know, most people think it's just we're paying somebody $5,000 to get me over the border, and now I'm an illegal in the United States. That's part of it, but it's not the onus. The onus is for the sex industry. These people bring women with the, pro- with the promise of, of a life in, in the United States, and once they get their hands on them, they sell them into the sex industry. They sell them as sex slaves. So yeah, when rescue, you hear these, uh, yeah. the rescue was 131 you hear, victims. I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. 131. Yeah. That's just uh, you know 
in the California area. Go ahead. That's just in Southern California. That's yeah. not Arizona, New Mexico, anywhere else that where there's entry points. And that's that's not any urban city either where they where they arrive to be exploited. Yeah. You know, um we can't have this. This is why I get so angry when I hear disingenuous race baiters talking about reparations for something that happened over 200 years ago. I didn't own any slaves. You never wore any chains. Enough. There are people out there who are wearing chains today. People like the 131 victims who were rescued would have been wearing chains. They would have been sold into sex slavery here in the United States. We need to spotlight this issue. We need to talk about it. We need to stop shying away from it. And we need to start pointing fingers in Washington, D.C., saying, you know what? When you, when you execute your, ideolog- your radically ideological open borders policy, this is what you do as a result. You empower people who enslave people and take advantage of them, ruining their lives. Absolutely. All right. Well, Frank, there's the theme song there, and uh, appreciate it each and every time. Frank Savato. Don't forget the Captain's America Third Watch, syndicated on Salem, Genesis Communications, Underground USA Podcast, and the website, undergroundusa.com. Look forward to our next visit, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Talk to you soon, Chuck. All right. Frank Savato, S-A-L-V-A-T-O. Hey, thank you, Jeremy Dayton. Thank you for listening. And God bless the United States of America. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Leave a comment and a rating if your platform lets you. And go on over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for our Substack. Come straight to you. Doesn't have to go through TikTok or any of the other communist Chinese big tech collaborative brainwashing mechanisms. That's going to be very, very important moving forward. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group. 